Yes, here we are. Another episode of the Robcast. Now, I was doing an event last night, and at the end of the event, a man asked a question, and the question so moved me. It was like, it was like his words were traveling on arrows or something, and they just went right straight to my heart. Um, and I can't stop thinking about that man in the front row and the question he asked and sort of what it evoked uh, within me. And I woke up thinking about it, and it was like I just kept peeling back layers of the power of the question that he asked um, in my own life, and I just kept going farther. And so um, I want to talk in this episode about his question. And the episode before this was called You and Me and Ruth, and uh, I, we went through the first chapter of the book of Ruth, and partway through, I was in the episode, I was like, you know what, we're going to have to do a part two, because there's actually four chapters to the book of Ruth. It goes on for a bit. Um, so I had that episode all worked up, but um, I am in the space of that moment last night, and so I'm just going to go with it, and then uh, next episode, let's, uh, let's assume, <laughs> based on the way we're going, next episode we'll do You and Me and Ruth part two. Um, and before I get to his question, I'm so thrilled to tell all of my Norway friends that I'm coming to Norway this summer. I'll be speaking at the Trondheim Festival, and uh, you can get a link to the festival at my site, and I was so thrilled with the invitation, and um, I've never been to Norway, and I'm coming to Norway. So there you go, um, Scandinavian friends, and I know a number of you I'm listening to the Robcast, so we'll all be in the same space together, and we'll get to meet. How great will that will be? And then also, uh, speaking of the same space, Portland, Seattle, San Francisco, tickets are up for those um, tour stops on the everything, wait, what's the tour called again? The Introduction to, <laughs> Everything is Joy Tour? The Introduction to Joy Tour, um, Seattle, Portland, San Francisco, that's July, but June is um, Chattanooga, Tennessee, Knoxville, Tennessee, and Louisville, Kentucky. I haven't been to Louisville, Kentucky in like a decade, but Kentucky, I am coming your way. And then in August is the UK tour. So Bristol, London, Manchester, and Edinburgh, and tickets are up for that now. So those are a number of uh, places that I'm going in the next few months this summer. And then at the end of the summer, I'll be doing the first of two. There's one in August and one in October, um, two days. I haven't done a two days event in a while, but there's gonna be two different two days and they're all about communicating. And these um, will be like dialed in specific workshops where uh, you bring whatever it is that you're trying to give expression to, and then we're going to go. I have all this new content. I'm um, going to be giving you this new content, exercises, tools, techniques. There may even be some surprise guests. All that's coming. Um, so, And tickets for all that, of course, obviously are at my site. But now let's get to this question because... Here's the question that this man asked. He says, what do you do when you feel lost? <sighs> I know. Let's all, just wherever you are, let's, let's take like a deep breath from the soul on that one. What do you do when you feel lost? And I looked him in the eyes and I said, I, uh, I feel lost on a regular basis. 
And I can't even tell you how good, how great, how satisfying it felt uh, to look him in the eyes and say that. Some days I feel lost. So I know the question was, hey, uh, can you give me some help, some guidance, some pointers, some tips, some wisdom? But uh, I realize now what was happening in the moment is part of it was, hold on, you obviously asked the question because some days you feel lost. And, and let me, before I jump to what you should do, um, let me meet you right there with my own experiences of feeling lost. Look, let's, let's, let's start right there. Are you with me on this? Uh, instead of leaping to all the things we can do, let's pause and it's almost like step back a bit and acknowledge that there's something about feeling lost that is a universal human experience. And uh, I remember that. I put my hand on my heart when I looked at him, um, which is what I often do just to, to remind me to slow down, to, re to remind me that the mind is a servant of the heart, not the other way around, right? There's a center of our being, the place we actually live from. And the mind is wonderful, but the mind is a terrible master um, because you're having all sorts of experiences that your mind can't fully process or comprehend or even even get its cognitive capacities wrapped around. That's, that's, that's what it means to be human. So you're brushing up against the infinite in every direction. You're not going to be able to rationally explain all of that. So sometimes I, I especially like, um, like when someone like that asks a question and we're in like a public space and there's a bunch of people and we're having this experience together. There's a happening going on. You know what I mean? Uh, I'll put my hand on my heart just to like help ground and center me. Um, but let's do that first. Like it's totally normal to feel lost some days. There's uh, you know, there's like situations that make you feel lost, like uh, relationships, a specific person you just don't know what to do with them, or you have like an event coming up, uh, you're gonna you're gonna have to face this person, or you're gonna have to be in that situation, and trying to make a north, south, east, and west, trying to make some sort of map there, um, you have no idea what they're gonna do. You have no idea what you're gonna find when you walk through the front door, right? So sometimes there's just a lost like, it's a very specific. I don't know up and down in this situation. I don't know my left hand from my right. Other times, uh, there's like an existential lostness. Uh, and I use that word because it's a big word that sounds important. So I feel like <laughs> something to do with existence, I'm assuming. Um, you know, that sense of like, we're on a floating ball of rock hurtling through space at 67,000 miles an hour while it's rotating at a thousand. What? Is the, where how, how do you make sense? Or you think about like uh, the socio-political lostness. What is happening in the world? What happened to our tribe? What happened to that tribe? What happened to this country? What happened to the Constitution? <laughs> what happened to the president? 
what what happened to our country that this is the president, right? There's like a uh, a lost like what does anything fake news? What does anything mean um, anymore? Sometimes it's that fleeting, or even sometimes it's that paralyzing. It's it takes up residence. That sense of uh, existential, like a malaise. Like, uh, how do we even make our way forward when education, healthcare, infrastructure, let alone a widening gap between rich and poor, traffic? <laughs> do you know what I mean? From the big to the trivial to the in-between, uh, there can be like this do- disorienting sense of how in the world do I, let alone we, you know, put one foot in front of the other. Um, The last estimate I've read is that there are 66,000 homeless people in Los Angeles. Uh, They're on my street, they're in our alley, they're on the next street over. Uh, In a moment, I'll go pick my daughter up from school and I'll I'll see people everywhere who have no home. Uh, There's a lostness in where do you even begin with uh, it's an epidemic. Is it an outbreak? Is it a, it's actually a symptom of a, of a larger sickness, but whew, yeah. How are we doing so far? How's this Robcast episode? <laughs> yeah. So there's all these different types of lostness. Sometimes it's with my life. Like, where did my life go? Did I, uh, maybe you have this sense. Did I blow my chance? Did I waste my opportunity? Did I miss my opportunity, like sliding doors. Well, there are a few doors there that I could have walked through and I didn't, and now I'm here and I could have been there, right? Like the path that I took, was there some other path? It's like sometimes you, you need to simply vocalize those thoughts that sort of loop around like a fly buzzing within your cranium just to, yeah, yeah, some days I feel lost, and by the way, we'll, we'll come back to that word feel, because that's it's important in saying it to say that you feel lost. Um, this is a feeling. This is an experience. This is something that can feel immersive, and yet in some ways, using that word feel is one of the ways uh, you can even gain a sense of what's happening. We'll get to that in a second. Um, and here's why uh, some days I feel lost. Here's why... This does something to me. This here's why it opens me up in some, uh, honestly, some new, powerful way, uh, like really humbling, but also uh, exhilarating, like uh, new and tender and like vulnerable and also like exhilarating. Um, here's why: because for years, my job was to be found. <laughs> Are you with me on that? I was a pastor. Man, you get paid to be found. <laughs> the last thing you are is lost. You're professionally found. <laughs> they cheer you on to know the way. Man, everybody else is lost. You're the one who's helping them get unlost. Man, the whole thing at some level, that whole uh, that whole thing collapses in on itself if the person up front with the mic says... I feel lost today. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, yeah, there's like a, well, and, and and you have your own particulars, but in my particular path, 
there's some traps to being Rob Bell. Are you with me on that? Like, you're always, you got answers. You got information. You got hope. You have some little subversive twist on the whole thing. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, that guy. Yeah, he knows what he's doing. Uh, <laughs> must be nice. Yeah, but some days I feel lost. Yeah, sometimes what we're doing is we're entering into new spaces. We're asking new questions. We're saying things we haven't said before because we're realizing that there are some traps to being us and and we want to be liberated from those traps. Like you think about the world and, and you obviously have your, your own uh, path that you've taken, but my path was, man, go study the big mysteries, get a master's degree. Let me say this again, a master's degree, right? A master, a maester. Um, and then you study and you learn. And uh, that was important to me. Like when I was starting out, I had a study and it was full of books. And I would go in in the morning and, and I would learn. And, uh, and I would look at the, the verb tenses and the archaeological maps. And I'd read the philosophers, right? I would like, yeah, because you want to help people. And so uh, really, really important to that is you got to learn. You got to know so that you can help and serve. And then you create stuff. For me, it was creating stuff. Um, so in some way, you're becoming an expert in the deep things, the spiritual things. You got a question about the Bible, you got a question about Jesus, you got a question about the spiritual life, you want to talk about the infinite, you got some God dilemmas you're facing, bring it on, that's what I do, that's my business, right? And business is good. Uh, but then it becomes a trap because uh, you're also just like another pilgrim on the journey. You're figuring it out like everybody else. And so what happens is if you're not careful is you, you get, tr you, well, I mean, obviously success is, is, I'd say, far more lethal trap than failure. Because with failure, you got nothing to lose, right? Yeah. With failure, man, now you're dangerous because you're not protecting anything. There's a stiffness. There's a rigidity that comes when you're protecting something, your reputation, your money, all your possessions, uh, your power. Yeah, that's why the ones on top rarely create great art. That's why they rarely, um, they're rarely that funny because all the energy is spent. Like, don't take all my stuff away. This is why the underside always, always is the funniest, produces such great art. It's got nothing to lose. It can take the risks. There's no shareholders who are going to complain. There's no donors. There's no congregants. Uh, right? Who are going to phone in and give a head. There's, there's just the person following it where it leads. That's why such great culture making comes from those places. And oftentimes the people who've amassed the biggest fortunes have the most to lose. They're all seized up with their security systems and stresses about what the, inter what the return rates are, right? So what happens is you can get trapped in a thing of your own making. You can become trapped as the expert, trapped as the authority figure. Uh, maybe you're the life of the party. And so you're the one who's always keeping things going. Maybe you're the one in the relationship. 
Maybe you're the one who has all the information. You're the smart one everybody turns to. Maybe you're the one who's good and everybody knows that about you. You're good. You don't break the rules. You can be trusted. You can be dependable. These are all beautiful, absolutely noble things. So it means to have character, to have spinal fortitude, but it also can become a trap. Uh, Your worth and identity, who you are, gets all tied up in these things. I bet some of you know exactly what I'm talking about. This becomes a weird sort of, you've always been the strong one. And you've always been the one who had the resources. You've always been the one who cared. But sometimes you run to the end of that and you need to be set free from that trap because right now you have nothing to give. Right now you don't feel strong. Right now you don't have answers. Today you feel lost. Yeah, yeah. And it's like a release valve. It like loosens you up. It's like you can breathe again. Yes. The part of the joy for me last night when this guy said, what do you do was just to be, yeah, some days I feel lost too. Yeah. Yeah. I know that. Let's spend a moment not with you as the person with the question and me with seven effective steps to getting rid of lostness. (laughs) Let's just spend a moment. Let's not do any of that dance right now. Let's just have it be you you and I and everybody in this theater who's listening. Let's just acknowledge, yeah, me too. Sometimes, some days, I feel lost. And it's okay. It's a very normal dimension to the human experience. Yeah, when you're lost, when you feel lost... Uh, Whatever you do, don't fight it. Just witness to it. Acknowledge it. This is why I have uh, like these notes, like I have one right here, that I wrote down a couple of these thoughts from last night. And a good pen um, is the pen and paper for me are how I witness to all that's happening inside and around me. Because like if you can get it on the page, then you can see it. And from there, who knows where it'll take you. But, it, but if, if you're feeling lost, whatever you do, denying it, avoiding it, repressing it, anytime uh, we don't drag it up and acknowledge it, then uh, we develop the shadow, it becomes the underbelly, and it guides us. It's, it ends up running the show whether we know it or not. Yeah, you push that stuff down, and now it's really powerful. So one of the ways... This disorienting sense of feeling lost loses its power is when you say, yeah, today I feel lost. Right there. Yeah, we got it out in the open. We can see how big it is. We can see just how terrifying that monster is. By the way, one of the interesting things about acknowledging your lostness on any particular day, there's something humbling about it puts you in this different space. Uh, I know when I have those days, man, something's, I'm just in a funk. Man, there's like a malaise coating this day. This day, I feel like my compass is just spinning. <laughs> what is the point of anything today? When I have those, 
What's interesting, if I just let it all come up, is generally I start remembering all of these encounters I had with people in recent days where they said things, and I just, oh, they just said that, huh? And then we kept going. But I realize now what they were doing at some level was communicating uh, that feeling, that, that we're often communicating things to each other, but we're missing it in each other. And one of the powers of being present to what's really happening within you is somebody says something and you go, oh, oh, wait, say more about that. And then they say more about it and something within you goes, oh, yeah, yeah, I get that too. Oh, good. I, I mean, I'm, I'm bummed that you're feeling that, but I'm also not because it's oddly comforting. It's like a solidarity. It's like, oh, yeah, I've had that before. That's the power of witnessing to our interiors is you find out you're not alone and you want solutions, but actually what you want more than anything is solidarity. Somebody gives me, and that person who's coming along, giving you, telling you how they've triumphed, right? You know that person? They're very active on Instagram. They got their six coaching tips. Wonderful, fine, we'll take it. But that person who's so desperate to tell you how they nailed it and how you can too, yes, that can be incredibly helpful. But, I, but more than that, first and foremost, I need to know that I'm not alone. Have you been here? Can, can you witness to this within yourself? Because if you haven't been here at some level, not that you don't need to be the exact circumstances, but at some level, if you don't know what you're talking about, I don't know. If you haven't been here, walked this path, I don't know how you help me, right? <laughs> right? It's like, it's like there's the part within us that's actually listening. And what we're listening for oftentimes in interactions is, uh, did, th does this person get it, what I'm talking about? Have they, have they swam in this stream? Yeah, this is why, by the way, when you meet your heroes and they talk about the difficult times, it's so incredibly helpful. The people I've gotten to meet who I've admired for years, it wasn't their successes that moved. Yeah, of course their successes moved me, but people telling us, awesome people telling us how awesome they are, gets really old really fast. But people who witness to their own experiences of lostness and bewilderment and being overwhelmed, come on, I'll take that. Oh, so helpful. Yes, as the great Kristen Bell says, who I think she's quoting somebody else, but anyway, I'm just going to give it to Kristen Bell. We're all just walking ourselves home. I've noticed that on days when I'm aware of this feeling of being lost, my compassion directly increases proportional to my feelings of lostness. Uh, suddenly, I'm way less likely to be like, well, they should just do this, and more like, yeah, yeah, I can see why you'd react like that. I'm more, I'm way less likely to be like, it's really simple, if you could just, um, and I'm much more like, yeah, I've been there. I know what that's like. It slows me down at some level. I become way more aware 
Because when you feel like you're winning, when you feel like every shot you're putting up is going in, and you're just jogging back to the end of the court, right? You're not paying as much attention because, you know what, everything I'm throwing up is going in. But your your radar, your senses, uh, that awareness of who you are and what's happening around you, uh, for me, becomes way, way, way more tuned in. Yeah, there's all these gifts of feeling lost. I'll often ask myself, what is this about? It's like, the, what, is it, what is this? Let's follow this. Why today? Uh, by the way, a couple days ago, I was having serious, like, man, today, this one's got a deep funk. Um, I was like all over the place. And at one point, Kristen goes, <laughs> Kristen comes by, puts her hand on me, and she says, yeah, you're tired. <laughs> How great is that? I'm like, like the universe is all jacked up. What happened to our... And she's like, yeah, you're tired. You're tired. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can try to power through, or you can just be like, I'm tired. Uh, and then I started like going back over the past preview days. And I was like, oh yeah, of course I would be tired. And when you're fatigued, of course, like your defenses are down and all sorts of stuff. Uh, gets catapulted over the wall. There's an interesting metaphor from somebody who's been watching Game of Thrones. But nevertheless, don't fight it because there might be all sorts of interesting things in that lostness. I've often found funerals in my lostness. Or I say, oh, I'm a bit disoriented because that relationship that I thought was one thing has turned out to be something else. Or that thing that I was working on that I thought was going to be this, it isn't. Um, it's not as good I thought, as I thought it would be. It's not going to have the effect I thought, whatever it is. Uh, sometimes what's in my lostness is I realize, oh, I'm feeling lost, but it's actually a funeral. I'm having to grieve something. Something, I had expectations that whatever it is or whoever they are or whatever this event was supposed to do, it didn't meet my expectations, and actually I'm grieving. Yeah, I'm grieving the death of all sorts of things I cooked up that this was supposed to be. Yeah, and so once again, it helps you like hold things a bit more loosely. Yeah, that, that feeling of being lost, who knows what's actually underneath it. Um, sometimes that feeling of lost is your... is a deeper, truer self within you going, hey, this, you're giving a bunch of energies to things that are never going to go where you think they're going to go. So that feeling of lostness is actually something deeper within you than you're, simply how you're feeling that day. It's your true self. It's the Christ within you. It's this eternal fountain of wisdom going, hey, 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 that's not the way. That's not the way. Let's back up. Let's back up. There's there's another trail. We ought to take that trail. This trail's got a cliff at the end. Uh, yeah, sometimes, sometimes the feeling of lostness is a gift from yourself. <laughs> the gift from the divine. Going, we're going to have to just sort of flick your compass and get it spinning a bunch so you'll slow down, so you'll see. What am I doing? I'm telling you, the number of times, especially in, in previous years, I said yes to things because I didn't want to disappoint the person, not because it was the next right thing for me to do. 
And I realize now sometimes those feelings of lostness were simply something within me going, this way of operating isn't working. Uh, and and Robel, we've been trying, I don't know who the voice is here, but Robel, we've been trying to get your attention and it's not working. But it's time to, to build some spinal fortitude. It's it's you need to make some better peace with disappointing people because otherwise you just keep running around. I did this for years. Yeah, yeah. So some days I feel lost. Uh, and I'm learning not to fight it, but to listen to it and to let it teach me and take me where it wants to. Yeah, the, this is totally normal because feeling lost is part of the fullness of life. There's this fullness of the human experience. Joy, euphoria, pain, heartbreak, loss, loss, lostness, adrenaline, victory, success, failure. It's all part of the fullness of being a human being. Yeah. Think about those Psalms in the middle of the Hebrew scriptures. You know, why do you turn your face from me? They're prayers. They're gut-wrenching. Half of them are laments, which is what happened. Why is this so painful? They're like crying out to the ultimate, to the almighty. Like, I'm in pain here and no one seems to be answering my phone calls. <laughs> yeah, that's, it's all part of being human. Feeling lost, that's nothing to, to uh, be scared of. I'll tell you what you should be scared of, is if you never feel lost. Yeah, doubt, there's no fear in doubt. I'll tell you what's terrifying is somebody who, who has no doubts ever. Yeah, that's, that's terrifying. Questions? Oh, man. Bring on the questions. Tell you what's truly lethal. Somebody who has none. It's got all the answers. Woo! Talk about cutting yourself off from the depth and the fullness of life. So, for, so perhaps you're that person who you can't seem to escape these days when it feels like a giant chasm opens up in your heart. Like you can't stop pondering the big things. Like there are these existential gaps that you find yourself just like, yeah, yeah, that's all. It's, it's part of the human experience. How do you live in this world the way that it is and not? How do you love? How do you, I mean, let alone have some kids, make some little human beings, let alone try to do some work in the world, try, let alone try to be earnest and pure and keep your own innocence alive and do it with a sense of wonder and awe. And also make sure that you've covered your back and you've been properly shrewd and you've paid attention to the details, right? Like the, this thing we're all trying to do is very difficult. Uh, and I know that's like rocket science. That's not rocket science. That's like as obvious as it gets. Like this, this thing we're all trying to do is very difficult. But uh, maybe you need that. Maybe you need someone just to say, hey, by the way, that thing you're doing is really difficult. I know for me, that's like, oh. sometimes I'll have to tell myself that. Hey, Rob Bell. Because sometimes if you switch to second and third person, it helps. I'll just be like, hey, Rob Bell, this thing you're trying to do, it's fairly difficult. Yeah, just tell yourself that. And I don't know what it is that you do, um, but whatever you just do, we could, we could find some difficulty in there somewhere. Yeah, 
Just let yourself, see what I mean? You just say these things and suddenly that helps you let yourself off the hook. It's like a release valve. Uh, Maybe you're the kind who beats yourself up. You're just endlessly flogging yourself with all the, I should. The number of people I meet who are just shooting all over themselves, they've seen some person who they have idealized, who seems to be skating along, who has a bigger reach than them, somebody who's an influencer, whatever that stuff is, please. Um, And they've got all these things cooked up in their head of of what they're not. Um, And none of that's helpful. That won't get you where you're trying to go. Um, Who you aren't isn't interesting, if I may quote the acclaimed author. (laughs) Yeah, so sometimes you say this stuff just to free yourself from the trap uh, of thinking that this was supposed to be easy. You just say, this thing you're trying to do, those kids you're trying to raise, that relationship you're holding together, yeah, that can be difficult. You just say it, and here's what you've done, going back to the traps. You've just liberated yourself from the trap that this is supposed to be easy. You've just liberated yourself from the trap that you're somehow supposed to have this thing all thing figured out. See, this is why the success... That can be a trap. Making it look easy, trap. Uh, All of it. Uh, It can be fantastic. Like you think about me starting out in my 20s, this uh, spiritual teacher thing, uh, I was driven, still am, to learn and grow. That's fantastic. That's I'll take that. I'll embrace that more than ever. And yet, all of this that you and I are doing, it can also have within it these traps if you're not careful. Suddenly... There's this weird prison of your own making. And so part of some days I feel lost. This thing I'm trying to do is difficult. Uh, There's just nothing but grace here. It's grace in every direction. You say these things. um, I can't today figure out what the next right thing is. Yeah, say that. It's not clear. Oh, this one. How about this one? It's not clear right now. Oh, that one, especially if you're the person who needs clarity, you find your worth, identity, and safety, and security, and clarity. Um, That's great. We need you. We need somebody like you who checks, who actually follows the map, (laughs) right? Who actually, we need the person to, to keep the books clean. We need the person to tell us what the budget is. Yeah, we need you, but that need for clarity can also be a trap, right? So sometimes, man, it's not clear to me right now. Is like, it frees you from that particular trap. Yeah, going back to the Psalms, this is why the Psalms, there's so many laments, is it's like, what does a healthy spiritual vision look like? Ah, it looks like constantly creating spaces where you can say all the things that are true in this moment that are not on, let's call it, let's, let's use a horrible phrase, let's use it anyway, all the things that aren't on brand, right? You're the super positive person. What do you do when you're not feeling super positive? You're the person who's supposed to be leading the way. What do you do when you don't know what direction to take everybody. Oh, you're the person who's like filled with life and you're the one who just lights up every room you walk in. What happens when your tank is empty? Yeah, so what happens is we create these identities and then we have to take them apart. 
We, we have to, uh, we construct them and then we deconstruct them. That's the dynamic. That's the juice, by the way. That's the fun. That's the game. Yeah. Spotting the trap. And this is part of the spiritual discipline for thousands of years. This is why, uh, like the prophet Habakkuk, which I knew you knew we were going there next, right? The prophet Habakkuk is like, God, how do you look on this? How can you see this world like it is and just passively observe it? Like these questions we have, um, if there's any good in the world, how can it stand by while this unfolds? Yeah, what all these do is they free us. They free us from always being correct, always being right, always being good, always being spiritual answer man, always being wise village elder woman. Sometimes you're like, you know what, people, <laughs> I'm as lost as you right now. And oddly enough, it sets you free and it may even, oh, really? Oh, my word. A friend of mine um, in New York three weeks ago, this beloved friend of mine, uh, longtime actor, she says to me, Rob, we don't listen to you because you have the answers. You realize that, right? She's like, last time I came to your tour thing, she's like, I didn't come because I knew you'd have answers. She says, I came to watch you explore in public. Oh, how's that? That, By the way, that's the definition of a friend, someone who will drop that on you in love. Oh, it felt so good. It was like cracked open something in me. Rob, I don't come. We're not gathering so you can give us the answers because you're special and you have secret knowledge. We don't. We come to join you in exploring and watch you explore in public because that's us, because you're us. <laughs> How fantastic is that? Yeah. The sooner you spot these things that are happening within you, these feelings that are coming and going, these senses, these urges, the sooner you spot them, the sooner they're free to speak to you. Like when Kristen Bell was talking about anxiety, the sooner you go, hey, look, there's anxiety. The sooner you can name it and identify it and just let it, you don't fight it, you just... You, you, hey, take a seat. Can I get you something to drink? That sort of thing. You're not locking the doors. You're opening the doors and going, come on in. There's space on the couch. Let's talk. The sooner you spot it is the sooner you can let it speak. And the sooner it speaks, the sooner you learn. And the sooner you're learning, the sooner whatever it is may in fact pass. You see how that progression works? So some days I feel lost. When I don't fight it, and I just say it, and acknowledge it, and just give it some air to breathe, the sooner I do that. Because for me, a day is like, let's wake up and get some stuff done. I got projects here. I got stuff cooking, right? <laughs> I, got more, I got this. I got that. I'm going here. I'm talking to this person. I got this idea for this I'm trying to make. Um, I want to go to that city. I want to make that. And when I have that sense of lostness, the sooner... Instead of trying to power through it, I just go, wow, I had all these things cooked up for today, but whew, I got to take a breath here because I am, man, there is a cloud. There's like a cloud following me around. The sooner I do that, the sooner I let it speak, it starts telling me all sorts of things. And I wasn't going to get that much done anyway, let's be honest. I mean, if you really want to be productive, give up productivity 
if you really want to be efficient, give up efficiency. You, know, you want to make a lot of stuff, surrender the need to make a bunch of stuff, and then you are free to make a bunch of stuff. <laughs> yeah, this is yeah. Lose your life, and you'll find it, uh, as Jesus said. Yeah, there's there's a deep truth baked into the universe on that one. And the sooner you speak, you let it speak. The sooner you listen to it, the sooner you let it teach you and show you. The sooner you see what all this is swirling around inside of you. Oftentimes, uh, you get those those epiphanies. You get the oh, that's what this is. I'm grieving. Oh, that's what it is. I got some pain here. Oh, that's what it is. There's a wound here. And I've never actually acknowledged how much that hurt. Yeah. Or this one. That that disappointed me. And I've never... I just brushed it off because it's not that big of a deal. Apparently, it was that big of a deal. That's huge for me. I often have this operating assumption that these are small things. I should be bigger than this. If it's a small thing, then why 17 days later am I still thinking about it, <laughs> right? No, death by a thousand paper cuts. The small things are huge things. Yeah, and the sooner you let them teach you, the sooner they take you wherever uh, they need to take you, oftentimes sooner it passes. Yeah, the, the, the quicker I just let this be a day in which I feel lost, uh, and the more honest, the more ruthlessly honest and humble and vulnerable I allow myself, man, the sooner the next day has new creation energies unleashed within it because of the previous day. Sometimes these are long, the sine wave is long, it's days, it's months, um, but sometimes it's as simple as just let it take you down. And tomorrow, you you may be better. <laughs> it may actually have turned around in shocking ways. Now, this whole uh, time here, I've been saying some days I feel lost. Um, yeah, there's witnessing to this feeling of lostness. There's also uh, a deeper, um, not a feeling in a day, but sometimes you're lost, like lost, lost, like lost in your life. Yeah, sometimes uh, we've been numbing our the pain, Sometimes uh, we've been reading off other people's scripts. We've been living according to their plan for our life. Um, sometimes we just settled at some point. It just was, yeah, it's just too much work to keep going. So we just settled. We just let our life become blue. Um, and sometimes you're, you're not, it's not, this is not like a passing feeling of a day. Sometimes you're lost. You're lost. You're, in, in the wrong town, working the wrong job, you're spending your energies on the wrong... Like, sometimes it's not who you are. Um, so if you have... Let's make that distinction. Sometimes you feel lost because you are lost, and it's a giant wake-up. Um, and I would say this, welcome to the great work of art known as your life. Welcome to uh, the path. Welcome to the spiritual depths of your own existence. Yeah, this is the thing. Uh, I met a guy recently. This was so awesome. He stopped me on the sidewalk right near my house, and he said, I listened to the Robcast, and I have to tell you, I've never thought about this before. I was like, oh, that's so interesting. Thank you for saying that. What, what do you mean? And he said, no, no, seriously. You would have loved this conversation. I wish I had this conversation recorded. He said, you have to understand, he said, I was never taught to think about anything. 
I was given the rules about everything and I just did them. I just followed them. I just repeated them at the right times. And I was like, tell this is tell me more. And so he told me a whole series of stories. He's like, life, death, work, God, your heart, lo- all of it. He's like, the idea that you would like question or wrestle with something or you and your friends would work it through, um, the idea that you'd go on a hunt and you might see what other people have said about something. He's like, literally, I guess he's like late 30s, early 40s. He's like, it's all completely brand new to me. So he said, I have to listen to the Robcast. He's like, I'll listen to an episode like 10 times because it takes, because this is like, this is all brand new muscles. (laughs) Isn't that the best? Oh my word, I love you people. Uh, So sometimes you're lost because you're actually, you're feeling lost because you're lost. We're lost. And it's a a way larger, uh, an entire realignment of our life. Um, And my book, How to Be Here, I realize now what I was trying to do was give people a manual who this was all like, wait, you can create a life? Like you you could head out into unknown territory. You could break with the script. You could follow a different set of rules. You could play a different game. Wait, there are things more important than making money and the safety and security of being in the same place year after year. Those are all lovely, but they're, they're once again, they can be traps. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so welcome to that, if that's you. <laughs> How great is that? Uh, the number of people I've met who start are, are complaining, sometimes bitterly about something in their life, and I'll just stop them and say, can I just say something real quick? What if you just left? Well, I just, what, no, no, just what if you left and did something else? You could do that. Oh, my word. That's one of the most fun things is to get... If somebody, if there's like proper space between you and there's the proper sort of love happening and it's the, it's the right way, is just to go, you, you could leave and you could do something else. Um, you could just not do it that way. Oh, I love it. I love it. Oh, my word, this happened last night on the sidewalk. Isn't this interesting, this episode? This, is, this episode turned into a, a riff and it's all over the place and I love it. Uh, this woman... Last night on the sidewalk, absolutely loving woman, lovely woman stopped me in my neighborhood, and she said, I have this thing coming up. I'm so nervous. And so I said, well, tell me more about it. And she started talking, and I was like, nervous. I said, this sounds like an amazing thing coming up. And we just gradually renamed the whole experience for her. It was so lovely to watch her just go, what a great, this is amazing. What a celebration this thing that's coming up. And by the end, she was like hugging me and it was just glorious. Yes, because you can name this in different ways. You can approach this in different, you have that kind of power. So sometimes we're feeling lost. Sometimes we are lost. And so it's, it's a renaming, it's a reorienting. We need a new compass. There's a whole skill set. There's muscles we don't have. But let's go back to those days when you're feeling lost. Uh, First off, one of the lies is on those days is that you don't know anything. So some people say, oh, man, I don't know anything. It's all just a bunch of mysteries to me, nothing certain. What's interesting is what you just told me is a certainty. The number of of times I've heard people like, I don't know what I think or believe anymore, man. It's all just a bunch of mysteries. Well, that's actually a belief. So 
one of the things that's helped me is when you feel lost, what can easily happen is your heart, your mind leaps to, I don't know anything, everything's upside down, but it's not true. It's not true. There are certainties in there. There's a bunch of things you do know. There's a bunch of things you do know. And probably we're feeling lost. Most days for me, I'm feeling lost because there's some truth present in me that I haven't acknowledged or I've forgotten something that's true. So uh, sometimes I'm feeling lost because I forgot who I am and what I'm here to do for whatever reason. And that's totally normal. I love my work. I love making things. I love recording Robcasts that go on for a while and sort of meander all over the place. I love it. <laughs> and so sometimes I feel lost because I've, I've somehow lost touch and connection with that most primal sense of who I am and what I'm here to do. So uh, it's an act of remembering. Um, it's an act of reconnecting. So I have to tell myself stories. Uh, I have pictures hanging like above the desk right here just to remind me. Um, I have practices. I have things. I go surfing. I get out a blank sheet of paper. I've got a notebook, and I start naming all the things I'm feeling. I... Uh, I'll ask Kristen questions, and sometimes just two or three questions in, she'll say something. I'll be like, oh, yeah, you're right. Oh, yeah, you're right. Even just now when I was doing this, I was like, you know what? I had this whole part two Robcast set up, but then I had this question last night, and I can't stop thinking about it. And I think of me, I'm just going to hit record and talk about it for a while. Um, but I said I was going to do this part two, and she's like, is there one person out there right now, she says, who's like, I can't wait for part two. Just do part two. She's like, that'll be fine. Talk about what's on your heart. <laughs> yeah, you're right. There we go. <laughs> That's how it works. Ah, uh, so my friends. Oh, man, it's almost like you can get good at feeling lost. You don't fight it. You just own it. Man, you do that, you're bulletproof. You know what I mean? You do that. You can go all kinds of places. Yeah, you're free at some profound level. Yeah, yeah, those traps have no power over you. So, as I said to that guy last night in the front row, yeah, I feel lost on a regular basis. And then I paused so that we could just all be humans together. I could feel it in the room. I could feel us all like, oh... Let's just normalize this. Let's just normalize this. I'm like you. Some days it's like, what is the point of anything? And if I like, what is wrong with me? But if I bring in judgment and I bring in all this harsh, what did you, look at your life, it's great, why should you? That doesn't help. That doesn't help. So you don't fight it, you just say it. And you let it take you where it wants you to take. It's the full spectrum of the human experience. That's what it means to be alive. And the divine is found in all of it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's how it works. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. This felt really good to talk about all this. I hope this helped. Grace and peace, my friends. <laughs>